Amen. 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 God bless you. I'm reading one verse of scripture, maybe two, maybe two, and uh, then I'm just going to talk to you a little bit ago. Brother Rory almost stole my sermon a couple of weeks ago. He didn't know it, and I didn't tell him, but I've had this in my Bible for quite some time because I was reading in the book of Isaiah chapter 52, and the Bible said in verse 12, the Lord talking to Israel, he said, for you shall not go out with haste, nor go by flight, for the Lord will go before you. Everybody say, the Lord will go before you. But he didn't stop there. And he said, the God of Israel will be your rearward. Now let me read that. Let me read that in the, in the Living Bible translation. It says, beginning at verse 11, go now, leave your bonds and slavery, put Babylon and all of it represents behind you. It is unclean to you. You are the holy people of the Lord. Purify yourselves, all who carry home the vessels of the Lord. Verse 12 said, You shall not leave in haste, running for your lives, for the Lord will go ahead of you. And He, the God of Israel, will protect you from behind. He will protect you from behind. Here's another scripture in Isaiah 58, the Lord speaking again, and he says to them, through the prophet Isaiah, then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy rearward. The glory of the Lord shall be thy rearward. He said in, in the Living Bible, he said the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. I want to preach a little bit today on look who's last in line. Look who's last in line. Aren't you glad you got a God today that knows our needs and knows where we are? Hallelujah. Lift your heads and ask the presence of God and the anointing of God upon his word for just a few minutes here today. Just a few minutes, Lord Jesus, touch our minds this morning. Touch our hearts this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ, anoint your word and anoint my feeble lips to speak it today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. There is not a one of us that does not face many things. Face. We talked about, we talk about in life facing our problems, facing running into situations that we did not know we were going to encounter, taking things head on, and, and we get up in the course of a day and, and through the day, and things may seem perfectly normal when all of a sudden there's a calamity or a tragedy or a bit of trouble or some situation that arises that we did not know was coming our way. We just simply... Face it head on. The devil knows, the devil knows that we are his. And, and so does God know that we are his. The devil knows we belong to the church. He knows the righteous. He knows the goodness of God. He knows where we stand and how we believe. He understands our faith. He knows about that. And he tries desperately over and over and over again to face us with things 
that we cannot face and we don't know how to face. I got to give you a scripture before I proceed because it's so valuable to what I'm going to say today. It was Paul that picked up the pen in Ephesians chapter 6. And in verse 13 he said, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Somebody say the armor of God. He said, take the armor of God that ye may be, may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Listen to what he said. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. He said, have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace and above all taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the Word of God. Praying always and always, praying always with prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. What Paul was saying was this, you're going to face the devil and you're going to face the wickedness of the world. You're going to face evil things when you walk with God and when you're in the church. Let me tell you, the devil's not worried about the guy in the bar room today. He's not worried about the guy that's out there committing horrible sin. He's got him. Let me tell you who he's after. And he came to church today. He's after the people of God. He's after the people who have been born of water and of spirit, who are baptized in his name and filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. That's who he is after today. And Paul said, you're going to have to, he's writing to the church. He said, you're going to have to put on the whole armor of God. You can't leave anything lacking. You can't put on half the armor of God. You can't put on a part of the armor of God. You need to put on the whole armor of God that you can withstand the evil day. And when you've done everything you know to do, you just stand with the armor of God on you. And then he went into naming what they were. And he talked about having our loins girt with truth and a breastplate covering right here of righteousness and feet that are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace and taking the shield of faith wherewith you will be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. And he said the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. He went to name them all. Would you know Notice with me this morning that everything he named was the front part of your body. It was the front. He never said put anything on your back. He never, you know why? Because we shouldn't be turning around. There's no room for turning around. Jesus said one time, he that putteth his hand to the plow looking back is not fit for the kingdom of God. You can't live for God looking back. You can't live for God wanting the world. That's another sermon within itself. You wind up like Lot's wife and the Lord will be speaking about you the next thing you know when he said, remember Lot's wife. What? 
Lot's wife got out of the world, but the world didn't get out of her. And you can't live for God looking back at the world. You can't turn around if you're going to serve him. There is no place to turn around. There's not even time for you to go and bid your loved ones goodbye. I want to preach that in a few days. But I want you to hear me this morning. Everything Paul gave us in Ephesians 6 was far the front of our bodies. It was to protect our heart and protect our head and protect our loins, the reproductive organs of the church, protect our feet. Everything in front was supposed to be protected, but he never gave you a thing for the back. Somebody say this with me. In the army of God, there is no retreat. Come on, I want you to say it again. In the army of God, there is no retreat. So sometimes the devil does this. He tries to catch us on the blind side. He tries to catch us when we're not looking. He comes from the backside. But here's what God said. Don't you worry about the back. Look, Doris, I love you. Doris is always shaking my hand, and for whatever reason, she'll just say, I love you, Brother, brother Danny. I got your back. You ever told me that, Doris? I got your back. Thank God for somebody that's got my back. There ain't nothing worse than a backstabber. The littlest size I know of is criticize. Hello. You say old man or old, amen or old me, I don't care. But the facts are, somebody said, I got your back. That's what your friends do. They have your back. You ever had anybody tell you, I got your back? You know what that means? They ain't going to talk about you to me. They're not going to stab you in the back as long as I'm around. They're not going to say anything bad about Look, hello, we as the people of God better have one another's back. I don't know where that scripture's at, but I'd like to put it in there. Amen. It's okay for somebody to have your back. But you know what God was saying to the children of Israel? Don't worry about the back. I got your back. I'm going to take care of those that try to come from the backside. Here's how I know that. And this is where you almost stole my sermon. I didn't say nothing to you. I wanted to grab you by the coattail and say, sit down and shut up. That's what I'm going to preach in a few days. But here's what the Lord said. He told Israel, I'm going to give you a cloud by day and a fire by night. Everywhere you go, I'm going to guide you. You can just look up in the morning and if the cloud's moving, you move. You can look up at night and if the fire's moving, you move. But I'll tell you what he did when they got ready to leave Egypt. I got to studying that and looking at that and remember that because what happened, there was a sea in front of them. There were mountains on the left side of them. There were mountains on the right side of them. And brothers and sisters, let me tell you, hear this preacher today. There was Egyptians on the backside of them. The enemy was coming from behind. But you know what God did? Let me tell you what he did. He just took the old cloud and moved it from the back front and put it on the backside. He moved the fire from the front to the backside. There was no enemy that could take them from the backside. God said, I got your back. I got you covered. Don't worry about a sea. Don't worry about a mountain. Don't worry about a mountain. And don't worry about your backside because he 
keep protected them when they were fleeing from the enemy. Hear this preacher on this Sunday morning. I just felt like coming to tell somebody, God's got your backside. Look who's last in line. Look who's rearward. Look who's got this thing in control. Look what's happening to you. You say, preacher, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. I do because David said in the 23rd Psalms, he said, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Follow me. If you're following somebody, you're not out front. Gary and Robin, I didn't see you in this fine boy. Y'all want to see another miracle? Here he is right here. Hi, man. You're a good-looking kid. We prayed for God to have that baby, and God gave them that baby. You believe that? Here they are right here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to me right now. Your backside is where the devil will sneak up on you. He'll catch you when you're not aware. He'll try to take care of you and try to destroy you. You just gird. You just gird your loins and put on your helmet and take on your breastplate and put on your your feet the, the preparation of the gospel of peace and take the sword in your hand and the shield of faith in the other hand and tell the devil he's a liar because devil, you're not gonna get me from back there either. First of all, I'm not retreating. I'm gonna keep marching forward. I see a Red Sea and I see mountains. I see situations and I see problems and I see circumstances but you're not going to stop me. You can't get me any way you go because when you think I'm not looking, God has my back. He's going to take care of the church of the living God. The church is not the afterthought of God. Would you hear me today? The church is the utopia of God. The church is the zenith of God. The church is the apex of God. The church is the best that God has. It wasn't something he just came up with later. He planned the church from the very beginning. The Bible said he was crucified from the foundation of the world. We know he wasn't trained at Calvary, but in the mind of God, he provided the blood that they sing about today and the sacrifice they sing about today because he wanted to save people and put them in his church. The church, is the word comes from ecclesia, which means called out ones. The church is not normal people. You're a peculiar people. You're a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. You're not just a nobody. You are people that God has called out of darkness into the marvelous light that you should show forth his praises. Does anybody hear me today? He didn't call you to be quiet. He didn't call you to go through the motions. He called you to get armored up. This is not a bedtime story. This is not just dream time. This is war time. Put your armor on. Get ready. This is not something that you need to be on the sidelines. You need to get your armor on and get in the game because God's got us and he's going to take care of us and the devil can't get us any way he goes. I wish somebody would help me preach today. I see a few of you. There's some of you who said, Dad, a bomb wouldn't blow you out of that seat. I'll preach to you do something. How about that? Again. I got the names here. We can be here to one o'clock or twelve, whatever you want to do. Amen. Some of you are looking at me like a mule looking at a new gate. Hear me right now. 
God's got you. Where's your faith? Why aren't you excited about him? Why don't God, you know, to turn your crane? Jerry Dillon always said, if that don't light your wood, your wood's wet. How many times has the devil tried to slip up on my blind side? He's tried to get me from the backside. I know a, I know a, a, a young lady that, that went to a conference, true story. Matter of fact, she's my niece. And uh, somebody had just been giving them down the road. You know, there's something about people that will talk about you behind your back, but you get in front of them, they're all smiley and high there, and I love you, and you liar. She was at a conference, in a, in a hallway in a conference, and she just happened to be standing there, and the lady that had been giving a rip was standing there. She just turned around real sweet and said, hey. The lady said, hey. She said, would you get that knife out of my back? Do you mind pulling it out? True story. Thank God for grit. Amen. Oh, I know you never had nobody knife you in the back, have you? Well, the devil wants to do more than knife you. He wants to destroy you. But God said, you let him go. You, you, you can get all the Egyptians you want to get after the people of God, but I'll put the cloud there, and I'll put the fire there. I'll, I'll do whatever i got to do. If it takes a miracle, I'll work a miracle. Whatever it takes, I'm going to protect my people. I've got them. Hallelujah. It's going to be all right. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Hallelujah. I said, I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Be all right. Be all right. Be all right. You ever heard that? I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Does anybody believe that today? I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Be all right. Be all right. Be all right. What are you worried about? You do your best. God does his best. You just go ahead and put on the armor. God take care of the rest of it. You say, preacher, I don't know how I'm going to get through. I know how I'm going to get through because he's got my back. Woo! My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, stand with me. I'm not preaching anymore. You don't get it by now. You're not going to get it. Hear me right now. The rear word is where God's at. God will take you through. He'll keep the fire. He'll keep the cloud in front of you. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. God said, go here, so I just go there. God said, go here, so I take a right turn, go there. God said, go here, so I just go there. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I don't understand why this is not happening. Because it's not ordered of the Lord. I don't understand why God hadn't answered this prayer. He might have. He may have said no. Could be he just said no. <laughs> Woo! 
Anybody having fun besides me today? I didn't prepare a long sermon. I knew we was going to sing a little longer today. But I prepared a good sermon because you need to understand there is no quit. There is no turnaround. There is no retreat. There is nothing for the devil to hang his hat on and say, see there, I won. Because let me tell you, when he slips around on the back, God just moves the cloud. When he slips around on the back, God just moves the fire. He just says, ah, that's my child. He can't see you back there, but that's my child. I got eyes in the back of that, my head. It's not mine, Doris. It's his. He's got me. He's got me covered. Hallelujah. That's what happened when you went to the hospital, CL. You was ready with everything that come at you, but the devil tried to come from your backside. Let me tell you, God's got you, and he'll keep you. And if you'll stay with him, it's going to be okay. 